you're good to go. With more of the Matt Wyatt Show, coming to you direct and live. Here we go. Hour two of the show, off and running with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Always feels a little bit slower on a Tuesday, and that's because it never feels slow on a Monday <laughs> during football season around here. Uh, but really appreciate everyone commenting and texting and calling. So phone lines open to you. Give me a shout. Love to hear your voice today. Number to call. 995-1059. That is the Divinity Equipment phone line. 995-1059. 601 number. Coming to your texts. Coming to your comments as well. We're staying connected to you today because of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. C Spire. Customer inspired. Check them out at cspire.com. I was thumbing through my... Um, iPhone from Ceasefire earlier today. And I saw this. Today is National Baloney Day. And I just realized that might have been what who was it? Where is he? I had a text earlier in the show. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna find it. That that might have been well, I don't see it anymore. It's gone. Well, it's somewhere in here, and I've lost it. <laughs> oh, it's Jake. Jake texts Jake from Yazoo. That might have been what he was talking about. He said, the best bologna sandwich lies in Pensacola at McGuire's Irish Pub. Okay. Noted. Noted. And I think he even gave us a Curb Your Enthusiasm reference when he said, pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> okay, Jake, I didn't get it earlier. Now I get it. You were referencing the fact that today is National Baloney Day, which reminds me of maybe one of the all-time most famous jingles in the history of television commercials. Now, you have to be of a certain age to have seen it. It was a while back. Okay, this is a while back. Okay, this was a little kid, a little kid in the commercial for Oscar Mayer Baloney, and he's sitting on a pier and he's fishing like they, he ain't really fishing but they're making it look like he's fishing with a little stick and a string off the end of it right and they got him singing this jingle so the kid who did this is probably 50 years old <laughs> 35 40 years old now okay but this is it see if y'all remember this my baloney has a first name it's o-s-c-a-r remember my baloney has a Oh, I love to read it every day. And if you ask me why, I'll say, because Oscar Mayer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Oscar Mayer, the first name in Bologna. Of that. Okay. All right. That was the deal. All right. And there's a couple things about it. For anybody that memorized that jingle as a kid... That's how you memorize how to spell baloney. But there's something else in there we got to talk about with Beaver. Hey, hey, hey Beaver. Hey, Matt Wyatt. You like baloney? I do. Me too. How do you like it best? Well, if I had my druthers, like 100% of my druthers, a fried 
bologna egg and cheese sandwich. Ooh, come on. But a lot of times I don't want to cook. I don't want to make an egg. Yeah. As if it takes forever. <laughs> I don't want to be burdened by making an egg. So it's just usually a cold bologna and cheese sandwich. Cold bologna and cheese sandwich. All right. Okay, I loved when I was a kid for a snack. My mom would take like a like a cookie sheet, maybe put foil on it, would put the round pieces of bologna on the cookie sheet. You got me, Beaver? You, you with me here? Mm-hmm. Then she would cut three little slits around the edge of the piece of bologna and stick it in the oven. And as it began to cook in the oven, I don't know if she put on the broiler or what, but as it, it, those edges would begin to curl up just a little bit. And then she'd pull it out and sit cheese on it, a slice of cheese on top of that, stick it back in there and let it kind of cook together, then pull it out, let it cool. And we would either eat that as a sandwich or just roll it up and eat it as a snack. And I mean, I would like some now. Now, Beaver, have you ever had, like you had a, you know, a local gas station or somewhere, they're making these big cat head homemade biscuits, and yeah, you got sausage biscuit, steak and biscuit, you know, uh, bacon and egg and cheese biscuit, but also a big thick piece of bologna biscuit in the in in there like a bre- breakfast deal. Have you ever had that? I haven't. Well, I have, and I don't. The place that used to serve that in the Tupelo area is closed. They don't do it, so, and I hadn't found a new one yet. So if anybody knows of a place out there that serves bologna and biscuit in the morning, and instead it's not thin slice of bologna, it's a big old thick piece of it. I would like to know. Now, Beaver, there's one other thing. Did you catch the narrator slash voiceover at the end of the Oscar Mayer cute bologna ad from 40 years ago that I just played? Did you catch what he said? I don't think so. Nothing Uh, stuck out to me. Okay, I'm going to put it to the end here and see if you can catch the announcer when he says something about bologna here at the end. Listen up. Oscar Mayer, the first name in Bologna. Did you hear what he said? Bologna. Beaver, all this time, on the Oscar Mayer bologna ad, he, the kid even says, my bologna has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. The announcer said, Bologna. Now I am super duper confused. I don't like it, and I refuse to go with it. I it's it's been baloney all my life. It will continue to be baloney. I find the fact that he said bologna to be completely baloney. I'm not going to do it. I knew you were going to say that. <clears throat> I knew you were going to say that. Pronouncing baloney as bologna is pure baloney. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well. There you go. Well, happy National Bologna Day. Have some on me. And I'll throw one more thing in there, and then I'll come to your comments. Um, when I was in college, of course, you know, grew up in Alabama, I'd encountered bologna one way, and that was via the slices in the package that came out of the grocery store, you know, for sandwiches, sandwich meat. Well, my first year in school, Mississippi State, fall of 95, we have football. 
go to Christmas, winter break, come back, start the second semester, there's a baseball game going to happen. We go to the season-opening baseball game at home, 1990, spring of 1996. I had never been to a state baseball game before. This was my first experience at Duty Noble. We go, we're meeting people, we're saying hello, and I saw something I had never seen before, and it was on a grill in the left field lounge. An entire baloney. What is that? Y'all, it's a big thing that looks like a football, except it's a little more rounded on the edges. <laughs> it looked like a giant Vienna sausage. That's what it looks like. I'm talking about it would take both of my great big hands to pick it up, one on each end of this thing, and hold it up. An entire bologna. I did not know that was a thing. It dawned on me at 18, 19, oh, what was I then? 19 years old at that time. For the first time in my life, it dawned on me. Hey, all that bologna I've been eating my whole life was sliced off of something. <laughs> It was a big round thing. It was like a football in there slicing, and that's where that bologna comes from, that. And they had the whole thing sitting on a grill, just like smoking. It's been there sitting there on that thing all day long. They had drilled a hole in it and put stuff down in there like cheese and other goodies. Yeah, a whole bologna. Now, I don't know where you can get or order, for that matter, an entire bologna. But you can. That I know. That I do know. Okay. Um, Chuck, I agree. I heard this myself. My high school football coach, who was um, from Mississippi, Mr. Tommy Lucas, he said, you know what I call bologna? I said, what? He said, round steak. <laughs> he said, we're going to have round steak for pregame meal. Um Chuck, thanks for your comment. Roshana commented on Facebook, Murray West Live thread. Says, I like my bologna thick cut. Um, between two pieces of bread, mayonnaise, mustard, side of Lay's chips. That Hey, hey, we can roll. I, whatever job we got to do, whatever we life we need to live, we can survive on that right there. Thick bologna, two pieces of bread. Mayonnaise, mustard, Lay's potato chips. <laughs> and a little country pleasing for breakfast. Uh, <clears throat> Jimmy says, my bologna, a Weird Al Yankovic classic. Yeah, I, bologna. Is that what he would say? My bologna? Um, Chuck says, sounds like we all need to go to Matt's mom's house for some bologna. Yeah, we did. We'd fry it in a, not fry it, but just put it in the oven, heat it up, it'd curl up with some cheese in the middle. You. Bread or no bread, it's good. <laughs> I'm talking about that's what that's what we do. Okay, when we're not, we don't have a big three-story house in the hills. Okay, that's how we do. <laughs> is we make it do, and it's good. And we make do with it. <clears throat> Gino on the country pleasing text line, country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around Southeast. It is the best. Gino says, you can buy a whole stick of bologna from Hemp Hill Meats in Jackson, Mississippi. All right. Trey said, Matt, now I am currently reminiscing on my time in Starkville eating fried bologna sandwiches. 
We used to buy the logs every trip to Walmart. You just can't beat it. Fried bologna sandwiches. Whew. I did not realize we were going to have a, a long segment today in the show about bologna. That's, it just happens this way sometimes, and I'm fine with it. White Denzel, Texas, show says you can go to Walmart to the deli and get that whole bologna. See, that shows you how little shopping I do. I, I wouldn't. I mean, it, it's apparently it's all over the place. You can get one at Walmart, Kroger, whatever. You can probably go to Country Meat Packer. Um, yeah, get one. I I just shows you how little shopping I do for food. Shows you how much shopping for food Annabeth does for us. <laughs> she does all of it. Um, <clears throat> J Rock Texas Show says, "Hey Matt." Says, I think bologna, Vienna sausage, and potted meat are all the same thing, just in different shapes. What say you? <laughs> it's pretty doggone close. Uh, Rebel John says you can get it at Kelly's Grocery. Okay, on Palmetto Road. That's up here. Bologna and biscuit. All right, John, thank you. That ain't too far from the Hacienda. Jason in Flagstaff said, there's a Dodges store still in Tupelo in there. They used to have it. Yeah, you know what? They may. I'll tell you, Jason, the thing about, I mean, Dodges does a great business like in the Tupelo area, North Mississippi area. They've got stores in different places. Like the one closest to me in Tupelo is always covered with people. I mean, it is like you got to wait in line on a gas pump. (laughs) They got a good business for sure. Smoked. Whole bologna. Somebody just typed in and sent in this text. That's all it says. Smoked whole bologna. LOL. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was. I mean, they're heating it up. You know, and whether they're smoked or not, I don't know. I'm, I don't. I'm not, I don't know that kind of stuff. Joe Mailman. He's he's on it today. He said, "Thank Joe Biden for closing down the biscuit house." <laughs> Is that is that who it is? I know one thing. You can thank him and the government for you can't get you can't put in toilets anymore with a big tank in the back. Do you know that? Yeah. Tell me what sense this makes. We're gonna save water. We're gonna save everybody water and save the planet by saving water because toilets use too much water. So regulations. All. You can only buy them with little bitty tanks and bowls. They use a little bit of water. They're saving water. We use Every time you flush it, it uses less water. Yeah, but everybody has plumbing systems that were built considering how much water flushes in the old toilets. So now to flush everything where it's got to go, sometimes you got to flush it two and three times. Guess what? You're using more water. <laughs> Idiots. That's what it is. Dumb. Ask a plumber. Jake from Yazoo says, <laughs> this is mean regarding the Oscar Meyer guy, kid. He was cute as a button, singing a jingle on TV. And see, he was a little bitty kid, right, singing this jingle. And you know his parents worked hard with him to memorize it, and he was so cute. And you know good and well, too, his parents thought it was the beginning of a huge career stardom. Uh, Jake from Yazoo says, over under that kid's living under a bridge down by the river somewhere in California. And He says that they do this, though. They smoke the whole logs of bologna and toss, it, toss in crawfish boils, too. 
I bet that is good. I bet that is good. All this baloney talk, it's been too long. And then somebody suggested I get on YouTube and look up Malcolm Reed's recipe for a whole smoked bologna. Josh says, was this Beatty Street Grocery? Hey, he sent me a picture. Look at that. Recently closed after 83 years of business. Pictured is his last fried bologna egg and cheese sandwich. There, they were the. Look at that beaver. I mean, thick bologna, a fried egg. You gotta bust the yolk and fry it, makes because you don't want it running out of your sandwich. And cheese on toasted bread with French fries. Bring that on. I'm gonna save that picture, and and send that out with the captions coming up a little bit later on. Thanks for sending that to me. I mean, because that looks really good. <laughs> How about this? See, y'all, look, I am not kidding about this dumb, we're going to save the planet by saving toilet water. Okay? I, I'm telling you, it's dumb. It, I'm not a smart man. I can tell you it's dumb. It doesn't, the math does not add up. Okay? Two plus two does not equal three. It equals four. Every time. Every week, Tony texts the show. You can tell this is a subject close to my heart. Every week, Tony texts the show and says, for the last decade, the most smuggled item from Canada into the United States was a three-gallon tank from a commode. <laughs> three-gallon They had a lot of three-gallon tank. See, and again, so three gallons of water. Flush it. There's a certain... Fall, meaning angle, well, uh, pitch, right? Degrees of fall downhill from these pipes. Taking this stuff through your pipes under your house and out to the tank or the sewer system, whatever it is. Certain amount of fall, which matches up with the amount of water they planned on coming down that pipe, which was what? Three gallons. So you give it less than three gallons, what happens? It doesn't get flushed. And then a plumber comes, cleans them out one day and does the dirty work and flushes it out and tells you, hey, listen, you, if you're going to use that little bitty toilet that they've told you you have to have, you're going to have to flush it more than once. Sometimes. Sometimes just go in there and flush it extra just to make sure. And guess what you're doing? You're using more water than you used before. And that goes for everybody, no matter who you vote for. You're all, we're all either using more water for flushed out pipes or calling a plumber more often. It's amazing the things that interest you the older you get. <laughs> I never in a hundred years would have thought I'd have been genuinely, genuinely interested in, invested in a conversation on live sports radio about whole baloney and big toilets. <laughs> but here we are. Look it up. Uh, Kyle says, has anybody come up with a bad way to eat baloney? 
That's a good point. That's an excellent point. Uh, Anthony texts the show. What's up, Anthony? He wants to talk football. Imagine that. He says, uh, do you think Will Rogers will start Saturday at Auburn? What kind of chance do you think we have? Now, Anthony, are you an Auburn fan or a state fan? Um, I don't think anybody knows. I'll be honest with you, Anthony. I, 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 my impression, you know, the way I see it, just based on what, you know, conversations, ever how many or ever how few I've been privy to, um, I think they're telling you the truth when they say that it really truly is a day-to-day, week-to-week thing with it. It's like, hey, how's it feel today? You know, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you, you know, can you take a hit? I mean, like, what? And if a, one day to the next, if a doctor, it's like that scene in um, Gladiator. Every now and then, like the thumbs sideways, and they look to the doctor. See, in Gladiator, it was the, well, it was, Joaquin Phoenix (laughs) but in this case it's the doctor and he either goes thumbs up or he goes ooh thumbs down ooh we got a thumbs down and so and I think it really is one of those deals where you work at it and you get to the ball game and figure out and if that's the case I'm not so sure I mean you you get these winnable games I'm not so sure you're not just better off making a call on it earlier in the week and rolling with it so that you got several days of lead up knowing what's going on going to happen, but I don't know if he's going to start or not this week. I really don't. All right. More coming up. Stick around. Whether it's about winning the game. Or even losing the game. You're going to hear about them all and get to talk about it with Matt Wyatt right here, right now. All right. <laughs> so a little, I, I got a little bit educated on this toilet thing. Like apparently it goes way back. MSU 1980 texts the show and says, Matt, I built a house in 2002. You're about 21 years ago. And the new one and a quarter gallon toilets were already in effect. There are a few old ones remaining at the time. Well, dead gummit. See, the house we live in as a family was is much older than that, and had like original toilets in it. And we got rid of them one time. One, we got rid of one of them one time. Uh, a few years ago, and now I regret that. <laughs> now I regret it. Now you live and learn. Live and learn. Oh well. Somebody talking about smuggling toilet, three-gallon toilet tanks in from Canada. <laughs> Some uh, ingenious, enterprising engineering person is going to, at some point, figure out a way to rig up his own three-gallon toilet tank okay enough of that um uh, oh and then humphreys county dog he texts the show and he said that there is an episode king of the hill episode involving the toilet problem that we're talking about season four episode 22 of king of the hill 
noted. And I will be checking that out sooner than later. I'll be hit, uh, trying to check that out. I love King of the Hill. What was it? Uh, what was it Hank Hill said about writers? Yeah, that, apply, that applies, right? Like yesterday, across the SEC, football coaches sat down in front of the press. You know, a bunch of people who write for a living. Now you listen to me, mister. I work for a living. And I mean real work, not writing down gobbledygook. <laughs> real work. Coaching football and whatnot. Anyhow. Hey, hey, what's up? If I may. Please jump in. I would, uh, let's, before we move on from this, oh. I would like to point out that I was pretty impressed that Humphreys County Dog knew the exact episode. Yes. You think he had to look it up? Maybe, but you know what? I'm going to give him the B of the D <laughs> and say that he just knew it. I mean, season four, episode 22. I think we may, Humphreys County Dog may be like a like a King of the Hill savant. You know what would be even funnier, Beaver? Hmm. Is if... If 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 Humphreys County Dog was a sure enough like King of the Hill Rain Man, King of the Hill Savant, total recall of everything in King of the Hill episodes, seasons, everything, yet when you talk to him, he actually sounds like Boomhauer. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet man, you just go <laughs> on there and point and click, get in there and talk about www.wcom, and you got then on there, man, you go click, 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 it's real easy. <laughs> That's good. That's what I want to imagine. I'm sure it's not the case, Humphreys County Dog. That's what I want to imagine. All right, coaches around the league talking to media, answering questions yesterday. We'll jump in first off with Zach Arnett, head coach of Mississippi State. And a little bit of a kind of sort of update on Will Rogers. This is for those who have asked the question. Don't take it. Don't take my word for it. Here's what Zach Arnett said about Will yesterday. I, you know. Every, every every guy on our roster is a little banged up. Is same ongoing evaluation, day to day. I mean, Will, Will's progressing just like we expect, and so uh, if he's able to go, he's going to go. Uh, and if he's not, he's not. And that would go for any other guy on our team. So we we got several days here to uh, continue to evaluate and, and see his progress in practice, and then we'll make a deter- determination from there. There you go. Now he did go on later to say, look. When Will is able to play, he will play. <laughs> he basically went on to say that, so you got that uh, assurance. All right, let's head over to the phone line, the Divinity Equipment phone line, Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. You're a Kubota dealer, the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., in fact. It means they've been doing it better longer than anyone else right here at home at Divinity. Ready, Teddy, on line one. What's up, Teddy? Hey, Matt, Steve, I hope y'all doing all right. Man, I, I I know you just got out of the toilet bowl, but I hate to take you back there. Um, That's okay. But I live out I live out in the country. And first of all, I've always been in sales. I, I believe in salesmanship and all that. But we had, agreed in, we had agreed to have this septic system put in, right? Yeah. And it's a sprinkler system which sprinkles out into the, you know, the pasture. Well, 
after we had agreed and, you know, signed to have it installed and signed the contract and all that, you know what this salesman told me? What's that? That this system is so good that that water that keeps out of the sprinkler is drinkable. <laughs> no, hoss, it ain't. I, I, I don't care what filters you got on it. It just ain't. <laughs> and you can't make me believe it. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and I told him, I said, if you, I said, if you had told me that before I signed, I probably would have kicked you out of my house. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the sign that you're crazy. My first follow-up question, Teddy, when he said that that sewer septic water it comes out of that sprinkler is actually so good it's drinkable. My first comment would have been, "Yeah, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> you know, um, prove it." What was the- what was the point of telling me that after the fact? I mean, you were, you were already sold. You talked me into it. We are signed, filled, and then you want to tell me that? Yeah. He took some of his credibility away by telling me that. Well, look, and it is, you're right, it is a waste of breath because guess what? You're not going to drink it, okay? They could put it under a microscope and show you, <laughs> prove it to you scientifically. You still ain't going to drink it. <laughs> That's the way it is. If, if, if they if, if they showed me proof that it would buff me up like Bo Jackson in his heyday, I still would not drink it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. which, he, which he does, told me that after the fact, and I was like, man. Which does bring up the question, though, where does our drinking water come from? Hmm. Do we really know? <laughs> hey, and Teddy, i just be honest with you. Some of us are safer in asking that question than others. Like, I live in Tupelo. You know what I mean? Like, I'm cool with walking around asking them where my drinking water comes from. Now, you know, if you're in the metro, be careful. (laughs) Well, let's just just play dumb and say from the faucet. (laughs) There it is, from the pipes. There you go. Appreciate (laughs) it, Teddy. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I guess maybe part, I don't know, I'm not a salesperson, but maybe part of sales is even though you've closed the sale, okay, and it's a done deal, maybe still protect the sale a little bit. Like, just because you've sold it, you don't have to tell them <laughs> every little detail. Daddy said, you already sold me. Why would you tell me? You know, I'm not drinking that water. <laughs> All right. What about the Kool-Aid? You drink the Kool-Aid? All right. Uh, back to Zach Arnett. Press conference yesterday, Mississippi State head football coach. What about the other quarterback, Mike Wright? Well, it's his first first game playing, you know, that many snaps. Uh, he's got some he's got some good plays on there. He's got some plays he's obviously not, not going to be happy about. You know, I think I said after the game about the interception, uh, the whole shot is there in that in that coverage, but you can't hesitate, right? You got to trust your instinct and rip it in there, or else you give the safety a chance to to make a play. And that guy did really good play by him. I think there was one other pass kind of uh, forced across the middle that that was in danger and could have been a turnover. And so there's definitely things uh, he knows he's going to have to get corrected and eliminate, but then he, he did some really good things for us too. And so, uh, again, the way the, the flow of that game was going and the way the the defense was playing, you know, you're going to be, be a little bit more conservative because you don't want to m- make a mistake particularly deep in your own territory, and then obviously you give you give the opponent some momentum and some, some life. Felt, felt really good about the way the defense was playing and the way the, uh, 
you know, the plan was being executed, so it was to continue to make them try to drive the long field. I thought Sean Preston Jr. was everywhere in that game for State's defense on Saturday. Zach talked about him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying uh, the way Sean's playing right now. You know, I think he's got three picks on this season. Uh, I can remember a couple other tackles, maybe one forced to fumble back in that Arizona game. But uh, for him to come back and then and play the position he's playing for us, you know, you want to be strong down the middle of your defense, right? Obviously, Buki's our middle linebacker. You got, you know, Pick and Crumity up there in the middle in the D-line. Obviously, you got Sean back there. You got a lot of age and experience. And so uh, he's, made some, he's made some good plays for us, plays that have changed games. Had a big pick in the last one on a, on a post right there down the middle, which is what you expect the free safety to do in that coverage we're in. And we're going to need him to, to play even better these final, you know, this final stretch down the season. But... You need your old guys, your best players, to, to play at their best, particularly late in the season, because that's when everyone is usually executing at their best. Well, and you need them to stay healthy, too. That's the thing that kind of jumps out at you. You watch a game like that the other day against Arkansas. You pick up a win 7-3. to three. Defense played its best game so far this year. But look how important Buki Watson and Jet Johnson and Sean Preston were. And I know there are others. And then you look at what's left down the stretch at especially a guy like Buki and Sean Preston Jr., how important they are to your team. So it's really important that they remain healthy because you don't just replace those guys. So, But that's really the case for, for most teams out there. It's just part of the game. All right, a little bit of time left. We come back, and then we'll wrap it up. I'm Matt with you here in the Bureau. Stick around. All right. Back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. Coming up, what did they say? Sam Pittman regarding making a change in offensive coordinator after losing on Saturday. Lane Kiffin coming out of the win over Auburn and looking ahead to what will be a win against Vanderbilt. (laughs) And then uh, Hugh Freeze coming out of the loss to Ole Miss and looking ahead to hosting state this weekend. That's all coming up right now. We'll flip it over to the Divinity Equipment phone line. Rooster on line one. What's up, Rooster? Hey. Hey. Yeah, I heard your uh, plug earlier. You plugged Rooster's prediction. Hadn't made it yet. Got to win Saturday. What's the Will Rogers update? Well, there really isn't. Um, you know, it's just a short soundbite. Here's what Zach said yesterday. Hang on. I, you know, every, every, every guy on our roster is a little banged up. Is same ongoing evaluation day to day. I mean, Will, Will's progressing just like we expect. And so uh, if he's able to go, he's going to go. Uh, and if he's not, he's not. And that would go for any other guy on our team. So There you go. Wait, so that's what you got. Yeah, well, you know. Again, like I said before, if they win that game, they're bowl eligible. Yeah, uh, I'm counting USM obviously. But okay. the deal is, if he plays, you can bang it out right. If he doesn't play, you better take the teaser. <laughs> I'm still not that confident on Mike Wright. 
I heard your B Street grocery and that bologna sandwich. I was born 79 years ago across the street from B Street grocery. So it was a sad day when they closed a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Oh, so it was that, that recently was that they closed. Yeah, they were 83 years. But, oh, uh, it yeah. was a family business, and you know, just nobody lives there anymore. Yeah, I got you. So they finally had to shut it down. Hopefully we get somebody to move back in and reopen it. But that's that's the neighborhood where I grew up. It was a fantastic neighborhood. Okay. So I appreciate you plugging them. Yeah. The bloody sandwiches weren't great. Well, you could, back in the old days, you could get a sandwich there for a dime. How about that? They used to sell about 500 sandwiches a day. A lot of workers were around there, but they're all going down five at a time, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, let's hope that Will Rogers plays because if he, if he plays, that's a guarantee for that game. Okay. You can bet his head up. Okay. But if not, like I said, better take the teaser. Better get a little cushion, you know. Okay. Sounds good. Are we allowed to give gambling information over the airways is that illegal yeah well <laughs> I'm i mean I, I didn't get clear yeah well i'm i'm yeah it's legal all of it's <laughs> all of it's legal and then it, everybody has a choice where they're gonna listen but, yeah, to it or, i did predict an 05 start for auburn in arkansas yes i did okay just look at the schedules and man that's terrible that's a all terrible right. way to start your season yeah well, particularly we'll Sam Pittman. Holy cow, who did that schedule? Yeah, they had a tough yeah. one. You're not kidding, man. I mean, they go for, like, you know, after, what, the second game or third game, go for over a month on the road, including at Ole Miss, at LSU, and at Alabama, all in one road stretch. It was pretty tough on them, sure. Yeah, it was. <laughs> hey, remember how things were at Arkansas not too long ago, you know, when they were like, I think the Ole Miss victory was the only win for like what, what in eighteen, nineteen straight games for they won one. Yeah, so that's a lot better than it was. You're right. It is. It is. They've really been through <laughs> yeah. it here recently. Appreciate your anyway, Thanks for plugging Beatty Street Grocery. Yep. We're gonna try to resurrect it one day. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks for the call. Thank Rooster. you. God bless. Yep. God bless you. Well, and really, it was just somebody texted in. I think uh, sent us a picture along with it, so that's why I mentioned that. Thanks for the call. Oh, we said uh, that I like to imagine that Humphreys County Dog sounds like Boomhauer on the radio <laughs> or when he talks. I figure that's not the case. Well, we're going to find out. He's on the Divinity Equipment phone line right now. Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. Call from Humphreys County Dog. You've got it. Humphreys County, what's up? Matt, how are you doing today, my friend? Just right. Yeah, you, you sound much... Uh, more put together than Boom Howard. <laughs> yeah, well, when I get excited, I do sound like him. So sometimes I do sound like him, but most of the time I don't. <laughs> That's good. Season four, but, episode uh, twenty-two. Did you pull that up like from memory, or did you have to look it up? Tell the truth. I knew the season, did not know the episode. Okay. I watched it the other night, and I said I had to Google it, and let Matt know what it is. Twenty-two. <laughs> I did not know. The okay. season, yes, sir. I did know that. That's great. I'm impressed. And uh, going back to the King of the Hill, I do not sound like Boom Hire, but I have a cousin that is a spitting image of Dale Gribble. <laughs> you know what's funny about this, Humphreys County? Okay, you've said you got a cousin who's a spitting image of Dale Gribble. A little bit ago, somebody texted in and said that their college roommate was the embodiment of Hank Hill. 
Okay, I know people who in real life do talk like Boomhauer. What's funny about it is I think that's what sort of we all connected to the show because we're like, I know those people. I can go find somebody like them right now, you know? <laughs> that, that's right. I know I know multiple people right now. We could do a real-life King of the Hill. Just put plug them in the show. No cartoons needed. We can just slap them in the show right now. It would, it would actually make, you know, for a fun video probably if we could find some real-life people who are like the embodiment of those characters and get them together standing on the sidewalk out by one of them's yard just watching cars go by, talking the way they used to do on that show, you know? Uh, That's right. We might ought to do that. Matt, I got one more thing before I leave. I'd like to comment on the Arkansas-Mississippi State game this past weekend. Okay, please do. Look, no matter the score or whatever it is, a road win in the SEC, you need to enjoy it, especially on a year like this when everybody's down except two or three teams. Enjoy it while you can. Don't comply. That's it. 100%. Yep. That's a good advice. Appreciate it. Thank you for the call. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's it. You know, you don't have to apologize for winning a game. It can be ugly. You can teach off of it. You win, you win. It's a, that's, that is a that's is 100% truth, 100% fact. Thanks for the call. All right. Who does Sam Pittman sound like? Here's when he announced it yesterday, or not announced it, but talking about moving on from their offensive coordinator after the loss on Saturday. This is not a move to, uh, for any other reason than it just wasn't working. And it's not a move to, to can the season. We've got a really good defense. If our offense can go out and function and function well, we still have games that we can win, and we need to. And uh, so uh, I don't, I can't really put a finger on it except uh, there was, it was just rough. Um, Our kids weren't as motivated, and that can go on me as well. Our kids weren't as motivated to play as, as what I have seen in the past. And I mean, you could tell the way we took the field on Saturday that it was like, you know, and I can be, remember being on the headset going, "Are we? what are we doing? I mean, it's almost like a bum, 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 as we're going out there. And we were in the game the entire game. It just didn't feel like it. And uh, so, and I'll give Mississippi, Mississippi State had a great game plan and all that, but we didn't adjust. And uh, so, I don't, I, that would be the only thing. We've lost our spirit and there's a lot to be said about that how about that how about a coach going in there and just admit that i listened to a good bit of sam Pittman's press conference both the one after the game and then the one uh yesterday and i gotta give it to him I, i'm impressed with the guy and he's very honest to me he's a little more sort of feet on the ground honest in, in the way he answers some of those questions than, than you hear a lot of other coaches. And he even at times came out and said, hey, look, uh, you know, one of the things that was good about the job we were doing when I took this job is I came in and immediately the guys were excited to play. They were flying around, having fun, and that counted for a lot of our early success. He said, that's, that's gone. 
for some reason. We, we don't have that right now. And I was very impressed with him in the way that he sort of handled all that. Homecoming Queens here. We got one minute. How you doing? Beaver. You there? Annabeth. Hey, listen, I thought about you because I saw something that came across my social media feeds about the Christmas tree cakes. Do you know when those are coming out? I haven't seen a date, but I'm going to check on it. I want you to check on it because Hallmark's starting to run their Christmas movies. <laughs> I mean, I know it's almost only just Halloween, but it made me think about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the thing that you saw on social media was... It was a was, meme. It was, it was a meme, and it was some scene from a movie with this kid. It's like, if you don't like Christmas trees, little Debbie Christmas trees, then just we're not friends anymore. Yeah, the kid looked at some other kid and went, Back I'm, out. I'm done with you. Done with you. I'm out of your life. Don't come over to my house anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So we've got to find out when they're coming out so Beaver can get the first box. This says, according to this, this is an Instagram post. It says, starting... 1016. So oh. that was last Monday. They are out. So they're out. So we've got to get you a box. Coming soon, Beaver. Matt, Matt's coming to Jackson soon. Maybe we'll yeah. have to get you a box. It won't be long now. For the Homecoming Queen and for Beaver and all the others who love Little Debbie Christmas Tree Cakes, we'll do this again <laughs> tomorrow, same time, same place, in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. See you then. See you.